Hello, hello people. My name is Ayomide Fadumi. And my name is Wansalia Tia. Welcome to A Flight From Africa podcast. On this journey, through the lens of all the identities we behold, we share our stories, our truth, and how we leave our differences. In the world that taught us being too different, it's not welcome. So journey with us right here on this flight. A, a Flight From, from Africa! Africa! Hi, hi, people. Hi, hi. This is a new week. We're excited to be back. I always say your favorite girls and also your favorite podcaster on all platforms. Okay? Yes, we got that title. Now deal with it. Yep. Welcome, people. Hey. To your favorite podcast. The bestest. We we made the word bestest. Yes. If you don't like it, we're in our house. I come mean, and come, beat and, us. come and beat us. I mean, mm-hmm. well, we can fight. But no, you know, I have a Navy lady here. So you try me. I'll just call her. Like, hey, give it to them. Okay, I can't fight, but, but yet, can I shoot? Ah, she knows how to handle the bang bang. Okay, <laughs> the just bang bang. <laughs> Who says oh that? But yeah, most definitely, we're excited to be back. Thank you guys for your support. Mm-hmm. We're very grateful for your support. You guys have been amazing. Yep. Y'all, latest episode, you guys have shown us so much love. Mm. And even when we go, you know, the last time we went live and people enjoy, you know, it was interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll try to do more of that too. Mm-hmm. So be on the lookout. And also, we can chat with you. Chime in. And, you know, let's, let's just have fun. Yep. You know, bounce off ideas. Absolutely. Right. right now, you can actually take a screenshot of the episode you're listening to. You can go ahead and go to Instagram and tag us on your story. I feel like I sound like a pre- presenter. Yes, you yeah, you're a presenter. I was like, I was just, yeah. I was just fooling. Anyways. I'm telling that's a unique thing. <laughs> you can go to your Instagram and tag us on your story at Fly From Africa Podcast. You can drop a comment. You know what, Steve? I love it. I love when people give us reviews and yes. come back and tell us stuff. Like yes. I like the personal, you know, messaging us on Instagram, sending us voice notes. Oof, that's Those awesome. Are really good. But you have to go to the platforms and, and comment. comment. They won't know you love us so Help much. Help our market. I mean, you can't just think it in your mind. Okay, this podcast is dope because we know you think it's dope. But you have to go ahead and type. Just type say dope. That's that's Isn't that's it? it. Literally dope. Yeah, but guys, that's really amazing. And today we're excited to be here. Now, before you know, before we even start, we'd like to let you guys know like what what our week been, um, what mm. we're excited for. We know Thanksgiving is around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's something we are looking forward to. I'm looking forward to eating turkey. Like turkey. But how do you say in Nigeria? Turkey? What did you say? Mm, depends. Put the accent to it. It depends. As a Yoruba person, you say turkey because we're very educated people. Uh, are you trying to say Igbo people will say turkey? I did not say Igbo <laughs> oh <my> people. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't speak for okay. all accents. Okay, but there's a way people say turkey. It's okay, I'll just say like it in how I've oh, heard God. my... Anyway, you see this one? You just cut me off like that. Oh, go ahead. Please, please. please. <laughs> no, I'm just messing with you. But yeah, like legit, we're happy about the holidays. Um, hey, I don't know. But what are you grateful for, though, to be honest? Like, what are you thankful for? I know Thanksgiving is around the corner. I know people have different things that they have in mind when they think about yeah. Thanksgiving. But, yeah. like, what are some things that you're thankful for? Because basically, mm-hmm. we're at the end of the year, mm-hmm. kind of, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You know why 
Thanksgiving is so important to me. Why? And why I'm actually, it's one of the things I'm grateful about being in the American culture. Okay. Because it gives you a time towards the end of the year to reflect back on the year and yes. look at things and bring up reasons to be grateful. You know Most how definitely. we don't break things down. We just look at things on the surface and we just think, ah. Uh, is what it is but yes, when you break it down there's so much details to it and so it brings me to the reason i'm grateful usually every year when i think about what i'm grateful for mm-hmm. i'm only thinking about okay um did i get through college this year yeah. did i make a's did i pass an exam did i have money you know just things Most that are like stuff, very common yeah. to everybody but um, this year, I was listening to this radio because, you know, radios now, they talk about Thanksgiving and stuff. And this oh, guy, wow, good. he came on the radio and he was talking about what he was grateful for is that because he lost his wife, like, I think three Thanksgivings ago. Mm-hmm. And then um, some a couple came on the radio and were sharing their story about how they're grateful to have each other for this Thanksgiving. So that guy that lost his wife, yes. he came on the radio to say, I am grateful that his couples are able to share their time together this Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. That's yeah. huge. Yeah. So it makes me reflect on the things that I don't have that other people have. I am grateful for, for that. That, mm-hmm. that these people, that something that I am working on with God or that I'm lacking. And it's okay sometimes to lack some certain things that... Most definitely. S- somebody's enjoying that and they have the liberty to have that thing in their life so you know i'm grateful for the things i'm looking up to god for right now but you have i'm not going to break it down you know but i'm grateful for other people this season more than myself that's really great that's a very great way to put it um for me um, I mean, I the same thing too. I'm just grateful to God for bringing me through this far and mm-hmm. my family and my friends and people that he have surrounded me with and some of the lessons that I have learned so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just grateful to God for his goodness. Mm-hmm. Um, I had an encounter last night. It was so weird. I, I want to I take that back. It wasn't weird. It was something that I haven't had in a long time. Um, I was listening to, I was watching this uh, skit that people were making. This was Pastor and his wife. They make this little drama thing. Mm-hmm. And they were actually praying. So they were in the room, right? They're watching football. You know, at, at, like they call it soccer. Mm-hmm. And then there was a spirit that came in the room, like a demon. A demon. It was a skit. So they were just portraying something. And she felt it in her spirit that something was off. Mm-hmm. And she started telling her husband, we need to pray. We need to pray. Something seemed off. The Holy Spirit dropping her spirit to pray, but he was so focused on the, you know, soccer. Because, soccer, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, they're home. He's the pastor. This is like his time to be yeah. relaxing. And then she said, no, something just seemed off. Mm-hmm. And then now, while they were talking, he was still watching the game. And then he started saying things like, you know what? Last year, this time, my brother passed away. Last year, this time, my uncle passed away. So, it, it seemed like August of every year he had death in his family. Mm-hmm. So when it when that thing happened, she felt like there was this doom in the room, like mm-hmm. for death. And they were in August. And now it's in their house. So she was trying to get to him to let him uh he was like, You pa you just like to pray. And she started she just turned it off and started praying. Right? And she started praying and you know, the devil you know, it disappeared. But then guess what happened? Few seconds later, Aunt Robert bashed into their house just with a gun. Ready, like, ready to shoot them. Where's the money? Where's the money? But she was still praying. He was scared. She was still, you know, praying. He was praying too. Mm-hmm. Guess what happened? When the other guy was like, let's shoot him. The other one's like, no. They started having problems. So when they came in the living room back, they couldn't see them. Even though they were there, 
but the covering of God was over them. Wow. So they couldn't physically see them. That just taught me something. Mm. You know, it's like, whoa, whenever you are in that, you're in that space and the Holy Spirit dropping in your spirit to pray. Mm. Don't take it for granted and say, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. Mm. Be on the spot to pray. Be grateful because that saved his life. That was August. Mm -hmm. You know, what if, you know, that prayer didn't take place mm -hmm. and they came in and shot them? Yeah. It shot him because they were going to kill him, not the wife. You know, so that was something very interesting um, to see. Nice. And for me, I'm just grateful to God for that. And grateful mm -hmm. to God for you too, you know, me in too, this girl. season. And like, to be honest, I don't think I was going to make it through this season yeah. without you in the picture. So oh, I'm grateful stop. to God for, mm -hmm. no, legit, I'm gr oh, grateful me, to me God neither, for his goodness neither. and the new people I've met. Mm -hmm. I, I'm just happy. I'm just happy, to, you know, for everything. Yeah, That's what awesome. I'm grateful for. Yeah. How was your week, though? It was good. I met some young new people. Hey! Say it's where I met some young people, Christians, young, fine, no, good-looking no. Christians. Come, on, it's okay. They're, you know, I met some young uh -uh. Christians. Why are you stammering? You stammering? <laughs> you I caught you off guard. No, <laughs> I met some young Christians. I decided to go to like um, a fellowship, a group, a small group mm -hmm. uh, with this church, um, Blueprint Church, which is in Atlanta. And I had a great time meeting young professionals, young Christians. It was just amazing. Just fellowshipping with other people and have food. Nice. Just, you know, interacting with people. And mm -hmm. it was very amazing meeting mm -hmm. people with different minds, people who have the heart for God. Mm -hmm. and, I, and that's the space I want to be into. Mm -hmm. Like, just to build and have that community where you can interact with people. So, most definitely, that was really cool. Nice. What about you? Nice. I did a good week, too. Um... God's sake, I feel like fall, fall makes me sick, man. Okay. But it's still my favorite season. Like, I, I you have a uh, love and hate relationship for one season. I'm telling you. You know, but I still love it. But, um, yeah, this week has been good. I mean, I paid attention to a couple of things this week. Um, okay. I saw this woman who was, like, super, super, she looks super, super young. Um, And she was telling me how she has a 30-year-old, a 29-year-old, a 21-year-old. I was like, ma'am, you look like you're my age mate. Yeah. And, you know, sitting across from her is a friend of mine who is like my age mate, but she looks so much older. Oh, okay. Right? I see what you're saying. And I was like, you know what? It's funny how life is. Yeah. We are humans created to differ, but everybody tries to be that other person and break that diversity. Okay. Like, it's like we forget it's okay to be different to the other person. Most it's definitely. okay for the other person to look young and you look older. It's okay for the other person to be thin and you think, like, we're trying to be that other person. It's like, we're trying to take away the diversity. Diversity. Hey. It's okay. I'm sorry. It's not our first language. <laughs> so. The diversity God intended, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that's the old reason social media can be affecting to somebody because we're all trying to you know catch up to the next person and be the other person yeah so yeah that's that like on my week really and except that you know what do you do if i have issue what know? issue do you have all this relationship issue i can't ah, help okay <laughs> um when your friend keeps hitting on you your friend as yeah. in best friend or just casual friend? Good I mean, friends. Good your good friends. friends. As and a male friend, right? Yeah. And you don't just know if you're you. really actually interested in that person or not. But the person keeps hitting on you. like I think sometimes too, when they do that, you just be brave enough and you both just sit down 
and redefine a relationship, mm-hmm. like the friendship. Right. That way, you know, they don't feel like, oh, maybe she might see me this way, but she don't want to make the move. Mm-hmm. So maybe sit and have that conversation with them mm-hmm. and say, okay, where do you, like, what's your point? Do you like me in this way? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then also be bold enough to tell them, oh, I don't see you in that light. And I would love for us to be friends. But if you feel like you don't, you can't do that, mm-hmm. it's fine. Maybe we should go our separate ways. Because I don't want you thinking, you coming at me and I'm not reciprocating that. Mm-hmm. You think that I don't like you, but I like you, but not just in the way that you want me to like you. What if you don't know? What? You don't, you don't know. Maybe You might be, maybe you might see them in that light. You don't know. Okay, then have the conversation with them. Okay. That's like, like just that. have the conversation with them. Because I'm at the point where it's like, it's conversation. It's like, yeah. I'm an overthinker. Mm-hmm. I, I like to analyze things to the tiny thing. You're giving this tiny paper, and I want to see what makes this particles and all of those things. Mm-hmm. So sometimes having a conversation is better. Mm-hmm. And and we as Africans, we have even problems with that, like mm-hmm. having that conversation. Yeah. I remember one time there was this dude mm-hmm. who been on my Instagram for a while. I found him very interesting because... You know, and then I think one time, I don't know who, he sent me something on my Snapchat or something like that. And then I said, oh, you're cute. I think I said something like, you're cute, right? Mm. And he's African too. I'm not going to mm. call I'm not going to call the country because he would know who I'm talking about. No, I'm saying cute. He said, oh, you're beautiful too. So, okay. so I guess we've been passing each other, right? And then I think that, oh yeah, I find you attractive. And you know, that's why I say, I find you attractive, really cool. He said, ah, but why didn't you say that a long time ago? Uh-uh. So, wait, you're waiting for me to come and tell you you're attractive, you know? But, yeah, so that's the thing, right? And he was, and for me, it was more different because he's an African. He was like, I don't have a problem with mm-hmm. a girl telling me that. Yeah. You know, he's like, people miss up, but then he's married. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yes, that was later now, later than he got married. So, it was like, oh, okay. But I didn't have that intention. But I was just saying, like, you know, you're a good-looking man, mm-hmm. African man, and you're mm-hmm. well-educated, and that's good. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. So sometimes just saying that helps because you don't know what the other person is thinking. Sometimes mm-hmm. they might be thinking the same way, but because you have, everybody has putting each other in this box, yeah. so it makes it harder to have that conversation. I get that. I yeah. get that. Well, thank you. See, this is why I stay listen, uh, listening, learning from you. So now let's go to the listeners of the week. It's like my favorite part of the episodes all the time. Yes, I'm sorry. So... It's because I love you people. Um, my drum roll for the first D, person. D, 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 D. That's a drum roll. Your drum roll is not from this world. You know, I was, I was, I was thinking about your drum roll from the last episode. I don't know what it was. What it, was, it, was, cute. It, was cute. it was cute. I was okay. like, this woman, a drum roll. Where did it be? It be so off. <laughs> hey, give us, give us drum roll again. Pronounce this person name. I'll, I'll let you. I'm not. I know her name though because she was cool and stuff. Yeah, Shanza Kando. Yeah. Thank you very much for being a good listener. We know you're from Liberia because you were insulting uh, Nigerian jello. How can you be giving shout out like that and be, and be telling my Liberian sister like you're insulting us? She was speaking the truth. Uh, yes. We're not going to start this in this episode. But thank you, Shanza. You're awesome. You're very beautiful. Uh, you're just you're gorgeous people, man. And you're head day. Yeah. You're head day. Thank you for supporting this podcast. Uh, we hope you, you, know, you stay in our corner. And the second person, drum roll. Hey, did I? Can I say something about this person? <laughs> yes. This person sent voice notes. I'm hey, telling you. I say, na person sends voice be this. Hey. Hey. Voice with a off pata, but I'm not going to translate that. 
Okay, go. People understood. Get okay. it. But um, Emmanuel Bison. I don't know what. Okay, I know he's Nigerian, but I I don't think I can guess his tribe because. He sounds like a Yoruba boy. No, Bison is not Yoruba. No. Oh, Awusa. No. Oh, Ibo. No, it's not Ibo. I don't think it's oh, like it's the major tribe. Look at you, he's like you don't like Jeremiah more than me myself. Oh, go ahead. I'm not sure though, because that's definitely I don't think it's major tribe. I don't think B song is um What's the last either. name again? B song. B song. And I think the G is silent. That oh B song. But that sounds like uh Okay, go ahead. Um, girl, yeah. we're both struggling. We don't know where this um, man comes from. But, but he's know, Nigerian. But he's definitely Nigerian because it's fine. Yeah. His voice is very um. Are, are you saying other people are not fine? Can you imagine? Please go ahead, give his compliment. Hey, fine is general. Okay. Fine is anybody who listens to no, fine yeah, from Africa. Africa. You're right. You're right. So, we're right with you. <laughs> so thank you, Manuel. You're fine. I'm sure your voice is even finer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, but no, you don't need to be sorry. I don't want to be sexualizing anybody on this podcast. No, so. you don't need to be sorry. He's giving a compliment, uh-huh. and he understands that that's a compliment. All right. Thank you so much for, you. for everything. We appreciate the voice note. We appreciate the attack and everything. We really do. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Look forward to. Bad trouble. I can't hire you to be a trouble. You see. That's uh-huh. everybody have a gift. <laughs> you know, my own is not in that department, but I will try, Sha. Uh-uh. You know. Just, um, <laughs> try, 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 try. Yeah. So there's to be <clears throat> my dear. You have to you decide. See, I have to play a little shakara first. Okay. But today, you know, last time we didn't even have a topic. Mm, we're, yeah, we're, we're just vibing. I know Candlelight is yeah, there, but I'm I only sure know it. that part. <laughs> um, but yes, today we're actually going to be talking about. Hmm, please help the, the audience. I got you. I immediately would come and um, <clears throat> tell you the topic of the day and the sexiest voice ever. 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 Ever, but this one, Ever. I don't think this one can be said sexy forever because it's a very painful something, so I don't think I can say it's like in sexy. a sexy way. Okay, okay, it is the pressure of young Africans to marry before 30. Hey, why are you pressuring? If why you're a pressurer, say in Jesus', Jesus name, name, I rebuke every it's... spirit to pressure. Amen. <laughs> Go back to the center, but what center, is center. What is marriage? That's a good question because we keep our parents keep forcing us into this whole thing, and sometimes they don't even give us the definition of marriage, mm. and it's kind of hard. Yeah. Um. If you're from a, a worldly view, mm. you know, marriage by definition, um, it form is formal union and social and and <laughs> and social and legal contract between two individuals mm. that unites their lives legally, economically, and emotionally. That's a worldly worldview. That's worldview. Yeah, that's what marriage wow, is. Now, as that's a believer, uh-huh. as a believer, Christians believe that marriage is a gift from God, mm. one that should not be taken for granted. Mm. It is the right atmosphere to engage in, engage in sexual relations and to build a family life. Getting married is a church um, in a church in front of God is very important. A marriage is a public declaration of love and commitment for Christians. You don't see similarity in those two denominations? I see similarities, 
But you see what some of the things that was take tip off that mm-hmm. even we are Christians we, we apply is the legal aspect of it mm-hmm. the contract you don't like that part? that that part because we like when it? we get married we don't see it as a contract do you think it should be a contract no seen from a contract no. perspective no okay but as the legal side of me mm-hmm. <laughs> I understand the contract aspect of it because you you're living you're living in this world so yeah. I know what they mean by contract mm-hmm. But with God, he don't see it as contract. Mm. You know, it's he a doesn't. gift. It's a gift. It's a union. It's a gift, mm. you know, from him. Okay. So it's not like this is his, his goal is not for you to, for you to get married and mm. it just ends. Mm. Contract ends, mm. right? Yeah. So I that's the that. thing about that's it. That's why it's, it's very sticky when you get a worldly view yeah. versus a Christian, the, the, the view that God made marriage, marriage was meant mm. for. What do you mean it ends? <laughs> Are you saying from a Christian perspective it does not? That God, I'm saying like for God, when he when you get married, his goal when he was you know blessing the marriage and all of that, his desire is not for us to divorce, you know, for it to end. That's what I'm saying. Mm. When you get married, your goal is not to divorce. Of course, not. right? Mm-hmm. But I would say there's another side to this whole marriage thing. People now are making marriage a contract. For example, if you look at um, celebrities and stuff, mm-hmm. sometimes their marriages, they look at it from contra- from a contract perspective. Like if I have a baby by this person, they're hook. You know, some people that's how they're living their life now. Mm-hmm. Like how to get money. Okay, for example, I'm not saying maybe she wasn't treated a certain way. If you look at J Lo, I don't even know who that is. J Lo, <laughs> Jennifer Lopez, right? The wow. musician, the actress, and all of those things. Like, do you know how many times that lady has been engaged? Like, with I'm talking about rings, mm. like big ones. Mm. Or let's talk about Mariah Carey. You know what I'm saying? It has become this contracting because right after this one, after something happened, mm-hmm. they jump to the next one. Yeah. You know, so it, it's not the way marriage was meant. Mm. It's not being taken as serious as it is. But I know that's not what we're going with this. But when you look at the definition from a Christian perspective and from a worldly perspective, it's kind of the same because it's a union, because it's emotionally bound also. But you know what it said? It said financially, legally. Mm -hmm. So that financially aspect of it. It is true. Because when you become one, your husband is the head of the home from a Christian perspective, right? Mm -hmm. So I get it. But you look at it from that. In a worldly view, people are saying we're equal in this marriage. Mm -hmm. Do Do you get what I'm saying? So there's that. But today, the whole point is us as Africans, you know, and other people too. Because we've just realized that the whole pressure of being married before 30 that we get as African kids, um, it's not just us though. Other people are also getting those pressure, not from per se from their parents as we do. Or like even for the boys, I'm, I'm saying African kids, boys, all you know, men also go through that whole pressure like, oh, I need to be married. If you're the only child for your parents, there's a different, you know, approach to that. Because they're willing to get married, because they're willing to give them grandkids. Um, you're the only lineage remaining. So there's that perspective. Now, for us girls' child, um, girls' children, we also have to deal with it because our clock is ticking. You know, so mm-hmm. parents are very, like, scared in terms of, like, oh, I want this to happen. And stuff like that. So they do... They, so it, it comes... It, it's various, but I think that things are changing now in terms of that. My dear, I'm about to hit 26 this December. And I'm already hearing, the time I heard 25, I was already 24, let me say. I was hearing, wow, 
you have become this woman you know wow you know some of your friends are already married and stuff so even now i don't really tell them oh this my friend has gotten married i just leave it like that say how's your friend she's doing fine i don't talk about if they're married or not because mm-hmm. i know i'm going to get the even though it's not like intense because my, my mom or my dad is not like that mm-hmm. but i still get that hint of like wow they're getting married well, I yeah. hear from my sisters, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, when you, you're dating, when are you guys going to have kids? At 24. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, okay. Now, mm-hmm. you know, 26 about to hit. I know I'm going to hear it. Mm-hmm. So, there's there's that pressure. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't get it. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of, like, how other people get it. Like, you have to mm-hmm. be. Maybe when I hit 28 like that, things mm-hmm. might be a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, what do you think? Um, I think there's also like I think it's culture too. Okay. Or the environment in which you grow. So for me, and especially my tribe, uh, which is very common, because I'm saying for me, because this is literally the lives of me and my Nigerian friends, where mm-hmm. you as a young, and I can really speak for the ladies, because I mostly know for the ladies, the men, are, I think in my tribe as Yorubas, um, men are much giving much more slack mm. because uh, younger men. Uh, they're trained to be providers like literally even dating young in my tribe you can already like it's a culture where you could literally you as a girl can pull all your baggage on another guy that's just as young as you you know to take care of you to like do this for you and do that like it's such a normal thing in my culture for you to be dating a guy and he's giving you money every month like it's it's not a big deal you know that's kind of how they're raised so for men in my culture, there's like no pressure to be married because there's this, but there's much more pressure to build wealth and financial mm. freedom for your family. So they take longer. They tend to take longer. Longer to do and, that because that's a lot of work. Yeah. And younger men that kind of marry in my culture is because they're built already. Usually. I mean, I, f- I mean, maybe now, you know, maybe few men now still marry even though they're not financially comfortable yet yeah. but mostly in our generation and with how our tribe raises men and young ladies is because the men are they get to a stage where they're financially free but you see for the women in my culture too and mm-hmm. in, in in this new generation they let you want to focus on your life too Okay. And not men till a certain age. And okay. then boom, that age, they want everything to happen quick and before 30. Okay. So for <laughs> us, like 21, 22, marriage, you can talk about marriage. You can talk about dating. You know, even when you have a boyfriend, they're like, ah, yes, I have it, but don't say it to anybody. We don't care. You know, at that age, you should be focusing on school and this. And so for a girl child in my culture, it's like you're 24, 25. Yeah. It's okay for you not to talk about men. And they don't even want to Mother know about the men in your life. But boom, 28. 28. They're asking for husband. It's 27, 28. Like, they just want that husband. And he I, should appear from the sky. He should just propose. Yo. And be like, we're doing a shabby. Right. I'm not understanding, but me as a Nigerian girl, knowing I've gone through that journey, I think it's because of the lack. And this is based on my tribe, because apparently other tribes, you are know, different. Yeah, girls can marry at 21, 22, no big deal. I mean, I, I know some girls in my culture too can do that, because actually my friend got married like what two, three years ago, so mm-hmm. she was probably like what twenty two. But um, I, but I think for most people in my tribe, I think girls are not encouraged that it's okay for them to find love at a young age. Okay. You know, some things I know now, oh. I don't think it was okay for me to know at 21, which would have been totally fine. It, it would have been okay for me if I found the right man at 21 and wanted to be married. Do but you my, think you were going to... Okay. I, I, you know what? What you just said, you know, because I'm an overthinker. So I just saw the perspective you're coming from 
like in terms of like the uh, which I knew this, I wish you were encouraged, like you know. Oh, this is the person you're talking to and stuff like that. And it's that. okay for you and to be okay. interested you don't in have to, and yeah. to be married. Yeah. You don't have to have gone to college, have a perfect life before you marry. It's okay for me to build with this man if I found him at 21 and thought he was the love of my life. If that's what you want. If that's what I wanted. Yeah, not being okay. pressure. Of course. To do that. Of course. Because there's, the other, there's another side to that whole thing about, you know, in terms of that you don't talk about it. Some people by 18... They want to marry, like, marriage is a thing, right? Yeah. I was, I think I was 15 or 14 in Guinea. Uh, Conakry, Guinea, because it got mm. many in Guinea. Conakry, Guinea. And there was this Fula man. Um, my dad used to treat him, you know. And <laughs> older guy, oh, <laughs> he used to teach my brother how to drive and stuff. Okay. Older guy. And he came to my dad one day that he wants to marry me. Mm-hmm. As in, like, uh-uh. Oh my my, my somebody that's my dad Oh never mind. I'm, sorry, yes, sorry, sorry. Came to my dad, he wants to marry me. <coughs> Number one, I'm a Christian. <coughs> he's a Muslim, right? <laughs> and then uh, no 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 no, let me okay, tell you this. Tell me. And then he's this <laughs> as in because before he would just he would be give me like, Oh you're beautiful, you're this. I thought, you know, people give compliments to people. I didn't know he was coming around my dad drugstore or pharmacy. Because he was looking for a, a young wife, right? That's crazy. My dad was like, no, no, I, no. I didn't raise my kids for to get married early. I'm sending my child to school. She's going to school. That's where you see it. Hmm. My dad didn't take it like that. Like, But for some parents, when an older person comes like that, hmm. they find it as a blessing. I watched a couple of documentaries where they prefer you getting married to an older guy than walking to school. You need to go on Netflix and watch some of these. Um, oh, I know stuff. what you're talking about, and it's about. heartbreaking. It's the pressure, like when it, some of them is because of debt. Because I think there's a no. That's crazy. There's debt too. That because that has to nothing pay. to do with the perspective I give, though. That's no, I, no, I'm not things. saying that. That's what I'm saying. Okay. That's what I was saying. There's another side to that, like mm. the whole marrying early. Oh no, that's yeah. not even, marrying an immature child, a child whose brain is not even totally developed yet, and whose body is probably not totally developed yet. Yeah. Off. To an older man is definitely That's what I'm saying. not the same you know as saying? training them to, that when they're young and matured, it's okay for them to marry. It's a yeah, they're, different they're two different things to what be I'm 15 saying. When, and 21. So that's what I'm saying. When you're saying that, I said that's a good perspective mm. where you know this is what you want. You wish they tell you about that. Yeah. But imagine you know nothing about this and you're 15 mm. or 14 and then they're marrying you off. That's what I'm saying. There's another side. Some culture, like we're saying, the cultural differences. Some people, that's... It like yeah. my child become this age, I'm marrying them off, or because I owe this guy and he wants his money, I don't have it, but he wants to marry my oh, child. That's crazy. And I'll do that. Yeah. Some people, that's what it is for them. I know. And that's the pressure. Like yeah. it's not pressuring the child. The child wants to go to school and learn and be the first in the family, the first girl child or first, you know, boy child in the family to do that. You would talk about the females yeah. aspect, but boys are also going through it, being forced to marry big older women because. This person has money and I owe oh, to. So it's vice versa too. Oh, no, definitely. And that's sad. Now, yeah. when you say 21, scientifically, our brain are not developed well. <laughs> You're talking However, to a scientist, remember? I know. Okay. I know. Be watchful of how you talk about the brain I'm going to be watchful now. of my... Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, our brain are really not developed in that sense. But I'm not saying... I'm not saying age equals maturity. I'm not, I'm not saying that. Because some people at 20, they're mature already. Like, they're mature... Um, I had a friend who got married at like 18, right? She's very mature for age. She married, uh, was he 28 or something? 20 or 29. 
Mm. She was 18. She got married very mature. They're still married up to this day. Yeah. Right? And they're happy. And she's very, and like, she was very mature for her age. Mm. Right? So there's that aspect to it. I don't think age, but please, my yeah. scientist, please tell <laughs> I mean, me. Of course, uh, you know, like, law, neuroscience influences law too. So mm-hmm. for a country to make a legal talk about legal age, mm-hmm. uh, neuroscience has played a role in it. It's because they have sat down with scientists to determine, okay, so, because the brain is plastic. Okay. The brain is always developing, but to an age where decision-making, that lobe that takes care of decision-making is good enough, like, I would say 18. 18? Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. why a country will sit down and say, okay, at 18, uh, somebody can make a decision about marriage without involving their parents. parents yeah. So when kids are getting to that age where it's okay to... Because I have people at my work who were high school sweethearts and they've been married for 30 years. Okay. But I just feel like some some cultures are close-minded about that. It's okay for my child to find love at a young age. A healthy love, a good love. That's why you train them. You don't just talk about wedding. Wedding is big. Wedding is not marriage. Wedding is all the party. Uh, and in the imagination of wedding, you're older and this man is rich and all of that stuff that is just, just extra. That has nothing to do with, about the life that a child will live or this young person will live in the, with their partner. You get what I'm trying to yeah. say? So, of course, child marriage, <laughs> that's horrible. Don't let your child be with anybody, you know, till they fully, their brain, their body, and their decision-making is at that age yet. But from 18, you should start educating them to be open to love. 18, 19, you can't, people find love at 19. My, I don't know, my mother-in-law's mother, I don't know. A grandma, somebody I call grandma, she found her student in high school, and I don't think that's unhealthy. I think she was already at the age where a decision-making was good enough where her brain was developed enough to make decisions clearly knew wrong from right was matured enough to make decision in life found love and went up with it do you think that also contribute to a lot of field marriages um stuff that we have because um if you look at it statistically right mm-hmm. i'm not saying people who are mature enough get married they don't get divorced but people who were um if you look at some of the divorce court um situation yeah. most of the people that started that got married younger you know, earlier, right? To the high school suite. I'm not, that's what I'm saying. Mm. You have statistics that can prove that. Oh, go ahead. You also also have some statistics that can prove that, okay, it's not just because they were young, but do you think all, because sometimes you like this now, Mm. you know, and then you say, oh my God, the butterflies is all in my stomach, tummy, right? And then a few years down, it's not there. And you're like, I don't, I don't want to be with this person. And then divorce. Absolutely. But, but I, I, Please help me out. I'm trying to play it safe, right? Of course. But a mature person, somebody mm-hmm. who is well-developed. I'm talking about somebody who's like at least 29, 30, like that. Well-developed. You know, that, that doesn't you know, correlate. You, go ahead. I'm just I saying, you know, like yeah. somebody, yeah, mm-hmm. at least of age, mm-hmm. right? Get married. Now they know what to expect. Mm-hmm. I'm saying they know what to expect in a sense that they have lived. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I get you. They have lived. They have experienced stuff. So they know what to take from you. And what not to take from you. Mm-hmm. Then somebody who's like 18, right? Who who feel like you're the best thing that ever ever happened to them, right? And they put themselves in there and you're you know, you're kinda older than them. And then Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. That there's you know, you can make case for both, like in terms of, of like course. Marriage. So it, it's a sticky it's a it's that. a sticky uh, it's a slippery slope in a sense. I get that. I get that. So you're giving your child the ability to be open to love 
that's why I said love. And you're teaching them because we have to know. Hold on, okay, hold on. Hey, because right. you're young doesn't mean you're mistaking lust for love. That's why guidance is important. That's why you have to guide your child. Of course, you have to be able to teach them. Do you think, okay, so you're telling me because a child is young, you're just going to let, this is probably why they failed marriages, not because people marry, marry older or younger, because nobody is really getting guidance to love. Mm-hmm. Anybody is not, the people that are before you, they're not being vulnerable enough about how their marriage is, their mistakes and how they can better it. Nobody is teaching you on how to better your love. So somebody that is getting married at 18, mm-hmm. For, de- for you to be able to say, okay, you're good enough to make your decisions. Before they get to that age, you're already teaching them what it means to know when somebody loves you. To differentiate a man that is just taking, or a woman that is just taking advantage mm-hmm. of you. And how to differentiate love from lust, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know how they say, you know, women really start knowing exactly who they are from 24, 25? Yes, 20, yeah, 25, yeah. But the thing is, the brain is plastic. Even at mm-hmm. 29... Tia, who you are at 29 is going to be different from who you will be at 40. What constantly changes. So whether you find love younger... See, my own is not like push your people to go out and be looking for love at 18. I'm saying if it comes to them at 18, don't Mm -hmm. let them think they're too young to be in love or they're too young to not find love younger. Don't think they need to be 29 to find it. That idea that you have to be a certain age to find love or to Mm -hmm. marry is probably why... We're losing our love when we're supposed to find it. Like, we can find it at any time. Okay. And, but we can make that decision to pursue it if we're matured and grown enough to pursue it. Okay. You get what I'm saying? There's. Yeah. I don't think there's an age. Of course, there's a basic requirement for the age. You have to be grown enough and be able to make that decision. Yeah. You know, but... But then, you know, before we even end this conversation, right? Mm-hmm. When you, you know, when you said that, I'm thinking like, well... Um, we might call it. Then it depends. When you said teach their kids love, you know, I almost went to the the Bible uh, in Romans was like, you know, in talk about being saved. How can it be saved if having been taught? How can be be taught if you haven't been sent? You know that type, you know, scripture, right? So in terms of in term in terms of love, right? Mm-hmm. When we say love, we have to understand that too. People to people, love is their definitions of love is different. Mm. So when you say teach them. Maybe they are teaching them what they know to be love. Because some people still ha- don't... Par- yeah, some, or because they're adults, right? You said they can teach their kids what is love, the guidance and stuff. Some, or because somebody, you consider them a guidance, doesn't mean they're guiding you in the right path. So their, defin- their view of love is not the same as... Okay, my view of love, right? Might be different from your view of love or mommy's view of love. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? So how, when you say train their kids, is different. Because you will be them and tell them, like, this is it. This is the you. right way. And they'll tell you, no, this is not it. This is my child. Mm. And you can't do anything about it because that's their choice. So mm. I'm coming from the point of people who will say, but who are you to tell them what to teach their kids? Yeah. Because people are overprotective of their kids. Of course. So... Oh, and what happens? And, and mind you, of course, this is just a perspective. Yeah. This is just my view. I'm not who am I to teach anybody what to do with their children. This is just me bringing my perspective. If you want to take from it, you yeah. take from it. If it's something you're like, okay, maybe that's not a bad idea, and you see yeah. why I reason like that, and you and can connect funny. to that reasoning, you take from it. But the thing about you know, how do you who teaches right love or wrong love? I mean, who teaches good from right? Like, 
how we how do we know the good because i've had this conversation with people series of time and already like we're always arguing back and forth about who's teaching the right thing and who's teaching the wrong thing. who's teaching you what is good from what is right who's guided you like i feel like bad. anybody that's that is capable of giving you that introduction to guidance is capable of teaching you much more and at the end of the day we get out of everybody just gets foundation from somebody at the end of the day we build the people we want to become we go based on the foundation we've been given and then the world society community mm-hmm. our faith all the things mixes big builds that bigger picture for us you yeah. know at the end of the day man it's what works for you meal yeah. i've already taken from my parents has trained me the way they want to and what is what love is what love is what age is right when you match for them what maturity is what decision when you can start making a decision on marriage i've taken from them i've okay. like mm, okay me i know how to change it or switch it up when it comes to my time okay. my kid will probably see that and say mm, i wish my mom did it differently well if i yeah god willing and then they will make their own decision life is just taking yeah. from other people and molding into yours that's why you can't listen to somebody tell you how to live your life and you just download exactly what it. they say and apply yeah. you take it you find yourself in it and choose how it fits into your own journey most definitely you know? so. and for me i would just say love when you think about love just go to the source the creator mm. of it all the mm. the one that is already love you yeah. know, that's already in Excuse existence. So that's something we have to keep in mind. I've been sniffing um, and stuff. But I'm yeah, sorry. I feel like we did this episode uh, some justice. Though. Okay. It's a huge thing. Yeah. It's something that we'll continue to talk about because mm-hmm. we know next year we might be another age. We don't know who will be in our ears. Like, uh-uh. Two more years before you hit 30 or three more, four more years before you hit 30, you know, and all of those things. And we'll have Shit. a different perspective Already, on yeah, that absolutely. too. So we're happy that you guys stuck with us through through this episode. Yeah. Yeah, I know. We got into it. You saw how we're, we're hot. Yeah. Right. And, and that's, a, that's the point. That's mm. the goal is to get other, you know, think if, you know, get that perspective and say, okay, what do you think about this one too? And where is, what do you think about this person, uh, um, views too? Cause mm. the goal is to be able to listen to everybody and then see what you can download, what you think is best for you. Yeah. With the guidance. Don't let that. anybody like pressure you into the life you should be. Don't feel pressured to be in any spot in your life. Just find you, find you in this big world and what works for you. You know, don't, yeah, don't be pressured. Definitely. Not marriage, not school, nothing. Nothing is worth being pressured into. Find your own self. Take tap from people's truths, though. Amen to you that. Know, but find it and let it fit into your own journey. So. Yes. Now, before we let you guys go, uh, uh, uh. we also have to tell Almighty God, thank you, because He's the creator of love. We've been talking about love, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, I want to say thank you to God. Absolutely. Right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you want to do the justice the justice give yes. yeah now we shall call pastor prophetess uh-uh. okay to give mm. us the closing prayer mm. holy spirit oh we're gonna sing worship before we get into okay. this prayer okay go <laughs> i'm just kidding go with the worship i'm just kidding i'm gonna now father uh the giver of love uh the love himself we just want to say thank you thank, thank you, you for Jesus. everybody who just was blessed enough to listen to this episode 
Thank you for our lives. Thank you because you're teaching us what love is. You will help us to love. That this week, you will help us to be forgiving. You will help us to give. You help us to share. You will help us to be loving to the other person that um, in any way, you know, we have felt wronged or we have wronged somebody else. That this week, you will help us to fix it. And that this week, you will open our minds on things to be thankful for. You will help us to fix our mind on gratitude. And you open our eyes to see that there's so much more to be thankful for. Thank you for your God. Thank you because you're going to be our God of the week. Thank you because next week we'll come back on this podcast to worship your holy name. For in Jesus' one I've never prayed. Amen and amen. Hey. Thank you. Thank, thank you, you, God. Thank you. Amen. Was my prayer too long? Because no, I want to do short prayer and I start no, and okay. I want to say more. When the Holy Spirit is leading you, just do what you're supposed to do. Hey. The people were just, honestly. Huh. He think about who is the who's controlling this podcast. Not God, us. You me. know what I mean? Yeah, I what power do we just possess? You know what I mean? He's so God, yeah, it's God. that. And then guys, have a great tense given. Bye. Have, and give us some food. Please I, keep uh, some chicken. And if you have any fine brother or that has a good voice too, you can uh, give us oh my God. from Africa podcast uh, uh, email. Name? No, him. Uh, uh, is no, he because only? you say good voice. I mean, now. <laughs> nah, good voice. All right, guys. It's the new thing I'm looking for. In new man. thing? Sorry, uh, sorry. Bye. This bye. Is take bye, care. Bye. <laughs>